Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of True Myths, One Lie, the game show in the form of a podcast all about paranormal, conspiracy theories, myths, urban legends, all of the things that we don't fully understand. I'm your host, Anthony Manella, and the way that the game works is I'm going to tell three stories, two of which are from people online that claim that these stories are true, and one that I have made up myself. It is up to my guests and everyone listening at home to try and figure out which story is the lie. Today's first guest is the person that will take any opportunity that he has to make a SpongeBob joke, Ryan McCauley. It's true. I do it all the time, and I'm proud of it. Our second guest is the person that is really, really hoping that today's topic is based on Spider-Man sightings, Austin Murphy. <laughs> yeah, can I say hi? Oh, hello. How you doing? <laughs> 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 just yeah, you know, I'm kind of upset about mine when you said it. I wasn't ready, but I wanted to make a SpongeBob reference yeah. and I just blanked out. <laughs> today's third guest is the person who gets yelled at by Olivia Rodrigo <laughs> in his dreams, my brother, Christopher Manella. Hey, guys. So, guys... Today, we've got a we've got a topic. Well, I know we have a topic every episode, but this is what I call a topic. Mm. It's a little bit of a meme here on this in the, around these parts of town. I've true this one lie. We've brought this thing up maybe a few times. We take a guess. Yeah, of course. Ointment. <laughs> we are talking Wait. about ointment sightings. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no. Any guesses before I'm trying I to think? A meme amongst us. Kinda. I got nothing. All right, well. Dogman. Yes. yes. Oh, my God. No way. No, it's the dogman. We should only get a win for that. <laughs> Christopher gets one point. <laughs> so Ooh. today we are talking about the legend himself, Dogman. That is crazy. Oh I didn't God. see this coming. Now, as we know, as I've expressed on this show in the past, I didn't necessarily say that I believed in the dog man in the past. I thought it sounded ridiculous. Half dog, half man. Come on. But as I was going through and doing some research on the dog man and reading these stories, I have to say that some of these stories are fairly believable. Um, now, that does not mean anything because obviously we've done 11 episodes of this show before this and only once have you guys won, which means that it's very easy to make a story believable. <laughs> it's not hard. So... <laughs> Do you guys think in the possibility of a dog man, do you think that that could possibly be true? Yes. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really, I've heard him be like brought up around here, but no one's really explained him in depth of what he could be to me. If it's just a man dog, I can see it. Yeah. Is it like yeah, a dog's completely. head on a man's body? Essentially. it's base, the, So the body is still like animal-like, but it stands on two legs and it's like super buff. This thing is... This thing's ripped, okay? Like he Bojack goes to Horseman the gym. Style? What? Like yeah. Bojack Horseman kind of animal. Yeah, yeah. He, okay. This thing's ripped. He, you know, goes to the gym at night when the gym's closed, um, so no one sees him, and he just works out, and then he's got the head of a of, of a dog. Okay, well, that is significantly better that because, like, a man's face on a dog's body is horrific. That's <laughs> terrifying. But Man I do, dog. <laughs> I do have another question, though. Yes. What type of dog is the... The dog man. That is not something I have the answer to. It could probably be any any breed. But it's only one dog man, right? Nope. So it's a species. It's a species of so it, oh my god, there's probably a dog man for every single breed. breed. Wow. Yeah. But I mean I don't buy it. I, I really <laughs> don't believe it. Yeah. I'm I'm kind of in the same boat as Ryan though. Not too sure how I feel about this dog man being real, but maybe I could change some of your minds after these stories today. Story number one. So there's a family that just moved into a new house. 
and they invited their extended family over for dinner one night. Now, a couple of days prior, while moving into this house, they have a huge, huge property, and it goes out, and they have, like, this, this huge woods behind their house. The father went out one day and set up some cameras on the trail because he likes to hunt. And he wanted to see if he could find the best places to go hunting in these woods. So he wanted to see what he would capture on each of these cameras. So, you know, during their dinner, they're eating, they're just having a good time. The dad says to his son, like, hey, you want to go out and check the cameras and see if they picked up any animals or anything? So the son says, yeah, they go out and they find one of the cameras to be missing. So they're looking around and they don't see it. And then the kid sees it on the floor like smashed into a bunch of pieces really confused and the dad is kind of angered that something smashed his camera so he says let's at least open it check the memory card in there for the footage and see if we can see what did this they open the camera memory card is also smashed so he goes back to the house and he's talking to the rest of the extended family and he's like hey um you know, weird thing just happened. Anyone want to come back out to the woods with us and collect the memory cards and we can maybe see this creature on like a different camera. So they go out together. It was the father and the uncle and then the son and a couple of cousins. And the dad and the uncle went one way and the son and his cousins went the other way. And as they're collecting the memory cards to come back and check the footage, that's when they see this figure out in the distance. They're not sure what it is, but it's standing on two legs, and it's hairy, and it's got the head of a dog. And they're in absolute shock. They're frozen. They're in fear. So they stand there, and they want to run, but they don't know what to do. Two of them say, okay, we got to get out of here and start going. The other one is still standing there in fear. So the dog man leaps in front of these kids. He grabs the one kid who is too afraid to run, and he picks him up by his neck. (laughs) Okay. Oh my neck. god. He picks him up by his neck. And the other two kids are like, oh my gosh. What are we gonna do? Some dog man. Dog man then throws the kid that he's holding. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, this, like, what is, I don't, I don't know. You know, it's supposed to be like a terrifying and brutal scene. These kids are getting like mauled, but it's just so funny. Uh, I'm it in my head. Also, not knowing the type of dog that dog man is. I'm just picturing oh, this adorable funny. dog head the on husky. this buff, hey, super Pomeranian. buff body. Hey, let me finish. To Yorkie. So Dogman picks up the son, and the other two kids are like, oh my gosh, we gotta save him. So, so Wait, the previously thrown kid is also <laughs> back now wondering how he could save this newly <laughs> about to be thrown kid. That's correct. Okay. So so the two kids decide to pick up some branches. Okay. And they and they, they run at Dogman with these branches. And one of them starts smacking him in the head. <laughs> with a branch and the other kid is smacking him in the arm and the combination of the two makes him drop the kid so really so, okay. so the kid so the kid is okay <laughs> and then they're all trying to get away from this thing but it's out for blood so it's climbing 
It's, it's coming towards them. It's coming towards them, and they're like, this is it. This is the end for us. And right as it's about to get all three of them, we hear something, and it's the noise of a shot. It just got shot. It's hurt, and it falls down. And you look, and we now see the dad and the uncle with their hunting weapons, and they just saved the day just in time. They all run out of these woods, and on their way out, they hear more howling and screaming, and they see... They see a second dog, man. No. <laughs> they see a second... Dog man, too. They, they see dog man, too. <laughs> and they shoot at this dog man, too. And that one also dies. And they go back to the house. And we're cool, dude. They go back to the house. And that's the only time they've encountered this dog, man. And that is the end Are of story. Serious? That is the end of story number one. I'm going to give you guys some time to discuss. <laughs> go. Dog man, too, did nothing wrong. Justice for Dogman 2 But Dogman 1 also did nothing wrong Why are you trespassing in his land (laughs) His land (laughs) (laughs) Wait how do we feel about it Believable Well not believable first of all (laughs) I don't think Anthony made it And the person that did make it is lying Yeah um, (laughs) I definitely don't think Anthony made it But then again at this point I've lost so many games That I I don't know (laughs) I'm not ready to write it off I feel like Anthony would finally like just throw something like, yo, this is so obvious that I made this. Do you think <laughs> he'd be dying through his own story like that, though? I, I think it, I was thinking that, but like, it's possible. He's a great actor. Yeah, but on those were like, he was laughing. Like, that was genuine. I don't know. I'm going to just say more needs to be heard before I make a final decision. All right. We ready for me to jump into story number two? I'm really not. Yeah. Is, it, is it also as hilarious as the first one? You be the judge. Story? Number two. So, there's a family who, the father of the house, he works late every single night, and this is not anything out of the ordinary. So they're waiting for him to come home, but this time, it's a little past the time that he usually comes home at, and nothing. He's not home yet. So they start to get worried. Hours and hours pass. They call him, nothing. Finally, they get a call from the hospital, and they're like, hey, your husband's in the hospital. They go to the hospital, and he looks not good. He's got broken bones. His back is messed up. And they're like, okay, what happened to you? How, what, what's going on here? And he goes, you're never going to believe this, but I have to tell you something. So since he works late at night, he's driving home. It's a fairly empty road because it's late at night. But there is one other car on the road in front of him. And all of a sudden, him... And the car in front of him notice these two shadowy figures out on the side of the road. And he's like, what are those things? And they are like, at this point, crawling on all fours, but they're moving fast and they're coming towards the road. That is when Doug Man number one (laughs) jumps out at the road and he puts his claws under the car in front of him and... (laughs) <laughs> and flips the car. <laughs> and flips the car. Okay? So car number one goes flying. Okay? It's flipping. It's it's crazy. And that dog man, then after flipping the car, just runs over the guardrail and then goes off to the other side of the road. This guy who's driving, who is telling the story, slams on the brakes and he goes, What just happened? And there's a second one. I hope it doesn't see me. So he turns off his headlights, and he just sits there silently, hoping 
that this thing doesn't notice the car. But it totally does. Sniffs him. The thing turns his head, and it's got these bright red glowing eyes looking back at him. And he's like, oh my gosh, what do I do? If I drive, it's just going to hear me, and my fate will end up like the guy who I just saw get flipped before me. So what happens is... He sits there, and the dogman starts, like, circling his car. And the guy has the idea to, okay, as soon as the dogman gets to the back of the car, I'm going to floor it. But this thing is taking a real long time to do that. So he figures, you know what? I have a weapon in my glove compartment. He takes out the weapon. It just keeps crawling and crawling. He finally sees it in his rearview window, and he quietly moves the car from park to drive he slams on the gas and he tries to punch it as quickly as he can out of there. That dogman was not having it. That dogman sprints on two legs. It gets up off of its four legs and sprints after the car. And it hits into the back of the car, like with its head. Like it basically headbutts it. And the car swerves into the guardrail and hits the rail. Now, the guy gets pretty badly injured from this, but. He's got the adrenaline rushing through him, and he figures, this ain't over yet. I'm not dead. So this dogman now is outside of the car, right? And instead of the guy just trying to drive this time, he puts the car into reverse and backs into dogman. And dogman shrieks, jumps off over the guardrail, and goes to the other side of the road in the same direction that the first dogman that flips the car went into. And the guy drives. He drives for a little bit before calling the ambulance, before calling 911. So this way, hopefully, he's far enough away from this thing for it to try and attack again. Yeah, he's in the hospital now, he's recovering, and that is the end of story number two. So I'm going to give you guys some time to discuss. Go. I know something about this story. It's told from like a first-person perspective inside of the story. The other story wasn't. I don't know if any other story has been. It's like the first story, he's like, hey, yo, there's these people and there's this family and then they go into the woods and then boom, dogman. This story, it's like, hey, yo, there's this guy and this guy's in the hospital and they're like, oh, what happened to you? And then the guy says, this is what happened to me. So now the story is being told by the guy in the story. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying it's different, different than uh, different. The dogman is this strong and this buff and he's like this superhuman creature and he goes down from just getting backed into by a car. That seems so unlikely. Couldn't Dogman have just been like, nope, stop, when he reversed and just stopped it with his hands and pulled up the car like he did the first one? I don't know. Makes a great point. Every time he says the Dogman sprints on two legs, I picture this really majestic, like, scene of this super buff, like, gorgeous-looking Dogman. Like, handsome Squidward. Just, like, sprinting. And it's, like, the most beautiful scene. Uh, I, I, of all the mythical creatures and things that we've ever heard on this podcast, this is by far my favorite because it's just so ridiculous. No, yeah. the, I'm being serious. These are serious stories. It's real. It's clearly real. We are going to jump into story number three, but before we jump into story number three, we're going to play a quick little mini game. Are you guys ready to play? <laughs> Go figure. I pulled a story from the internet that is supposedly true. It's a ghost story, but it's like super, super generic, right? So basically what we're going to do is I'm going to give you guys the first like sentence of the story, and I want you guys to finish the story, finishing it as if it's a super generic story. There are two sisters. They are watching television together. 
One sister turns to the other sister to tell her something. But when she turns, she notices something. Go. Her sister is now a ghost. She's not there. Skeleton face. She never had a sister in the first place. Dogman 2. These are, uh... Someone standing behind her. Like a shadowy ghost. Well, just, you finish the story. Run with that and finish the story, and then I'll tell you the whole story. However we want? Yep. Someone... She's like... It has to be a ghost, right? Did you see that behind you? And it's like, well, I'm not looking that way. Gengar. (laughs) (laughs) I can only see this way. (laughs) Gengar. Gengar, Gengar. Okay, I'm in. Gengar. Gengar. She notices Gengar behind her. Okay, so they notice Gengar behind her, but then, when upon doing further investigation on the house, what did they discover? It was owned by squirrels. By squirrels? (laughs) A house. Squirrels. Yeah. (gasps) Wait, what? What is happening? It's over an ancient burial ground. Tove is the closest. Uh, It's over a futuristic burial ground. (laughs) (laughs) It's over a present day burial ground. (laughs) You guys are pretty much there. You want me to read the story? Yeah, what is it? Wait, wait, wait. We got this, guys. Hold on. A picture on the wall. Moving. Ooh, that gave me scared chills. I didn't you like that. You actually, that was very close. I didn't like it, though. She looks behind her, and she sees a door opening by itself. And upon further investigation... That is scary. She sees a little girl wearing what? White. A white church dress. Yes. Are you serious? Yeah. It doesn't specifically say church dress, but wearing a white dress. When was Labor Day? She's wearing Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> Supreme. Yes, it's actually, Supreme. it's actually it's just Austin. like Austin's future daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he met his future daughter. Yeah, um, yeah. It's just a girl in a dress. And upon further investigation, they discover that not just their house, but their entire town used to be a battleground, and a lot of deaths oh, happened battleground here. Battleground for like what battle? What war? I, d- I wish I had the ad information. I genuinely don't know. That's all the information that was given. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, that is the most. Like, stereotypical movie story thing ever, but I'm not discrediting it. I don't doubt that this girl, you know, that these sisters saw something in their house, but, you know, who knows? It was just generic and stereotypical, so I figured we would, uh, we'd fill in some blanks. Anyway, we have a break coming up, and after the break, we are going to get into story number three. We will be right back. And we are back. Okay. You guys ready for me to jump into story number three? Yep. I'm good. I guess so. Let's do it. Story number three. So there's a family. They live with their grandpa and it's the middle of the night. They're all sleeping. They start hearing some noises at their front door and they've noticed that their dog is over by the front door. Now, the dog is not um, afraid It's just curious and confused. That's when they go over to the dog and they're like, hey, like, what what do you hear out there? What do you see out there? And they notice that the handle on the door starts shaking. And they're like, what what is that? So the grandpa decides to go and look at all of the windows in the house to see if he could see this thing. And in doing so, he not only sees a dogman at the front door, but he sees dogmen Sur- dog men surrounding the house. Oh my god. <laughs> of course. There are so many dog men around the house. <laughs> and I can't not picture a dog in a superhero costume and now I just see so many of them surrounding a house. <laughs> <laughs> They're surrounding this house. Okay? And the grandpa's like, oh my gosh. 
What are we gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't sound very scared. <laughs> no, yes, yes, trust me. He starts crying actually. Really? Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. You're, gonna, you're about to just leave that out? No, no, no. I wasn't about to leave it. I didn't get to it yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Understandable. The grandpa's like, oh, I don't know what to do. Him and the father of the house have weapons. And they pull out their weapons and they're ready. They're ready for this thing. And that's when they hear that's when they hear scratching. It sounds like it's coming from beneath them and then they hear a huge loud bang at their front door so there's all these things scratching underneath what sounds like their house and a loud bang at the front door the grandpa goes oh my gosh these things are trying to weaken the structure of our house and the one at the front door is trying to knock down our entire house so they're scratching they're scratching boom 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 into the door over and over and over again the grandpa is horrified for his life. He starts crying. He does not know what to do. He doesn't know what to make of this. He figures this is it. He's ready to say his goodbyes to his family. What happens then? The father takes his his weapon and he shoots out the window at the dogman. Direct hit. Hits the dogman right in the back. Dogman grabs the bullet, pulls it out, and is totally fine. Every time that the father shoots, the dogman gets more and more concerned, right? So now the grandpa takes out his weapon and he starts shooting too because the grandpa is a way better shot. So he's shooting and he shoots and the dogman goes back a little bit. He shoots, the dogman goes back a little bit. And this continues for what feels like ages until the main dogman who is trying to knock down the structure of the house has receded back into the woods. The rest of the dogman went with him, sun rises, and that's basically it. That is the end of story number three. I'm going to give you guys some time to discuss. Go. So, in this story, the dog man got shot, dog and man. it was no big deal. He just pulled it out. Pulled it out, ate it like a snack. And the first story, he got shot one time, and he was he was killed. <laughs> so... He literally died. Um, little, little sus there. Sus boy over here. <laughs> Well, I am little sus boy. Look at me. I know you're sus. What do you think, Austin? I know you're sus. Uh, I think it's just it's it's strange that the second story doesn't even give us a cross reference point on it, even though he had a weapon in his car. Isn't that also strange about mm. the second story? He didn't, he didn't use it. Yeah, it seems like he should have been using it though, right? Yeah. This makes you feel even a little stranger about the second one because the first and third one have a confirmed, you know, because it could just be two people different, you know, different instances with the dog person. That's why it's different. The second one won't even touch that territory, which I think is so strange. Well. I'm going to recap all three stories now, and then I'll give you time to discuss all three. God. (laughs) The third one really had a pack of dogmen. And then I'll give you guys time to make your final decision. But remember, you guys are a team. You have to come to the same conclusion. You know, otherwise you could pick story one, story two, story three, and then one of you would win. Okay, so story number one, the father sets up some cameras in the woods, finds one of the cameras to be smashed, curiously checks the other cameras to see if they caught this creature on camera. And then it's turned out to be that um, the cousins and the son found this thing. This thing <laughs> picks them up and just swinging at them and is hurting them and throwing them. And then the dad and the uncle shoot it. That's basically story number one. Story number two. Guy is coming home and on his way home, he sees a dog man leap across the road, flip a car, and then another dog man is circling around his car. Dogman smashes into him. He tries to back up into the dogman. Dogman gets hurt, not killed, but just scared off a little bit, jumps off, leaves. Story number three, 
Family's in a house. They hear some noises in the middle of the night. The dog is acting weird. They notice the front door. The handle is jiggling. And then there's some scratching all around the house. There's some banging on the front door. Turns out their house is surrounded by dogmen. They're trying to take down the house. They shoot it. They scare it off into the woods. Dogman runs away with the rest of his pack. Doesn't come back. Those are your three stories. I'm going to give you guys some time to discuss. Go. Do you think that... So two stories involve two dogmen, and then the one story involved a whole pack of dogmen. Do you think Anthony would make the outlier there, or do you think he would try to blend in and add, like... Has he done that in the past? He has. He has? Well, he's been actually... He's done the outlier the other way. Remember, he made a super-duper mm. vague and boring story that oh, would yeah. been the right one. Let's do this, like we did last time. Is there a story we can live with it being? Like, I can live <laughs> with it being story number one. I can't live really? with it being... I actually... I, this one is... This is a harder one than last time. Like this one, I can live with any of the stories. I feel like the dog man men in the first one were like the weakest ones. Yeah, they were very weak. Yeah. He, someone was, the kid was hitting him with a stick and he's like, okay, that's enough. Like he dropped the kid. He's like, yeah. all right, stop hitting with that stick. <laughs> yeah. But the second one could hit, get with the car and then. Even number two though, like he just backed into it. Like why couldn't he have just stopped the car? I don't know. Yeah, he threw another car. The other one threw it. But then like story number three it. was so different because yeah. he just kept getting shot and taking the bullets out. And like he got shot like a million times, Dog and he still never even died. It he just reminds me of I'm Legend. I definitely don't think it was number one. I'm between two and three. I'm pretty confident he did not make up story number one, and it would be just <laughs> absurd <laughs> if he did make up number one with the kid getting swung around by his neck. I would give him credit for that. That story was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as a com- as a comedy writer, maybe Anthony did make up story number one. <laughs> But <laughs> I, I'm I have my heart set on two. Ready, I just, Ryan? It doesn't read right to me. It's t- it, I'm kind of undecided, and you're both so set on two. So, um, Anthony, we are locking in story. We're going through this triple lock in <laughs> story, number, story, story number two. Story, story number, number two, two is the false the one you made, <laughs> guys. Please, story number two is not the one that I made up. Oh. Yeah, and you said it exactly. Just kidding, it is. Oh! Yeah! What? Oh, oh my god! god. Wait, you're not lying! I'm not lying, it is, you won. We okay. did it! Yes! Finally I win! I won! Ryan, you join me and Austin. Right, winner oh. circle! Oh my god! Thank you. Oh, do you have anything to say? Um, yeah, I have a lot to say. Because... Story number one is incredible. It is incredible. Story number one... You gave it away, though, by how much you were laughing. As I was reading through these Dogman stories, they were all... Mind-bogglingly insane. Like, like not us. Okay, I will say that there were a few that were more believable. Like, I swear I saw something and then it just ran away, right? But all the long enough ones for mm-hmm. me to tell on the show were so crazy, and I was getting a kick out of it. It was so funny. I was like, if you guys really want me to believe in this thing, because this community is so dedicated to getting people to believe Dogman's real, telling these stories is not <laughs> helping your case. This topic of the Dogman was by far the most entertaining topic that we've ever had on this podcast. Like, the idea of the Dogman is ridiculous enough, and then all the ways I'm picturing him in my head is just so funny. Yeah. Combined with how absurd these stories are, like, the Dogman just getting shot and ripping the bullet out and just keep ripping the bullet out. (laughs) The way he just sprints in my head is... There was, like, a pack of them surrounding the house. What the heck? <laughs> and I need to just make this clear. I'm not saying that Dogman isn't real. I'm not saying that there isn't the possibility. There's totally 
totally the possibility that something like that could be out there. But these stories, to me, do not scream real. Um, I don't know. If if these per if these people come back to me with proof and they take me to this woods and this thing swings me around by my neck, I will eat my words. But until that happens, <laughs> I do want to say that it's been a long time coming for me to win, and it's kind of funny that I did say. I've been saying for weeks leading up to this, because ever since Austin won on that episode, I've been so like, oh my God, Austin won. I need to get a win. I have, can't let Austin be the only one that's won. And I just kept losing and losing. And I said to Anthony, like, for weeks, I'm like, watch, the one time I win is going to be with Austin. <laughs> and once we schedule this podcast to do it, I'm like, this is it. It's I'm going to win now. I just <laughs> know it's going to happen. Loving the books. Yeah, but also, like, contrary to maybe what everyone's believing, I'm not sitting here trying to stump you guys every week. I'm really, I've been voting for you guys to win. I'm on your team. I've been putting hints in the stories. I'm so, I feel satisfied that you guys finally figured it out. We all won. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's a win for everybody, including everybody at home, which everyone at home, I would like to say, thank you so much for listening. For those of you who are listening on podcast devices, anywhere you get your podcasts, make sure to give this a rate and review. It'll really help us out. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast for free. If you're watching the video version, make sure to give us a like, leave a comment, letting us know what you thought and subscribe and turn on notifications. So you don't miss when we post new episodes. If you have stories of your own, whether they're real, something that is crazy that has happened to you or something that is totally made up that you want me to use as a lie, that's cool too. I'm willing to read anything. Please send them my way. You can send them to truemythsonelie at gmail.com or to call 235 on Instagram, whichever you prefer. That is about it. Thank you all for watching. Thank you guys for joining me. And we will see you guys very soon with a brand new episode of True Myths, One Lie. Bye, guys. Peace.